Uber, turn me up right now. If you know an Uber driver, tell them to tune in. This is an important uh, segment, I think, where uh, the drivers are concerned. Uber is attempting to force its drivers to give up their right to participate in the $400 million class action lawsuit that seeks to recognize them as employees rather than independent contractors. Lior Samfiru is partner at Samfiru to Markin LLP. He's the host of the Employment Hour, which airs tonight here on 640 Toronto. Lior, welcome to the show. Great to be with you, Kelly. Okay, this is a reaction to a Supreme Court ruling uh, against Uber in June, and it, your firm was, of course, representing the Uber drivers. Can you refresh our memories on uh, the the ruling? Absolutely. So essentially, when Uber drivers first started driving for Uber, they signed an agreement saying, if you ever have any problem with us, the only recourse you have is to file for an arbitration all the way in the Netherlands. Well, when we started the lawsuit, Uber said, well, you can't start the lawsuit because there's this arbitration issue. They have to go to the Netherlands. So that issue as to whether or not they can be bound to arbitration made it all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada. And back in June, uh, eight out of nine judges of the Supreme Court of Canada said, no, that is illegal. You cannot force the drivers to go to the Netherlands. You cannot make them uh, avoid going to the courts here in Ontario. So that's what happened. And now Uber is trying to find a way around that. So that's why we're talking. Okay. So how is Uber trying to force their drivers to give up their rights? Because that's essentially what they're trying to do. So get this. What uh, Uber drivers have been uh, getting over the number, past number of days is a message on their, their Uber app saying, uh, unless you accept this new contract, you're locked out of the app. So no matter what, unless you click accept, you cannot continue working for Uber. And this contract is an amendment to the arbitration obligations that they had previously. And one of the things it does is it says, well, you can, uh, if you accept this, which, by the way, you don't have a choice, you agree that you will not participate in any class action. But we're going to be nice. If within 30 days you, you don't like this, you can opt out of the arbitration as long as you send us this email. The problem, Kelly, is that this is an eight-page eight document that Uber drivers are being sent. And I think, mm -hmm. practically speaking, no one's going to read eight pages and see that, oh, wait, we can also send an email to opt out of arbitration so that we can participate in the class action. So I think the net effect of what Uber is going to be doing here is drivers who don't know any better, just want to continue working, they're going to accept this and find themselves potentially unable to participate in arbitration or in uh, class action. I think one of the things you just said stuck out to me, the most Uber drivers that want to continue working. What about Uber drivers that have to continue working? When did these new contracts come to your attention? So these contracts came to my attention right uh, before this past weekend, so late last week. And I've been getting emails saying, well, I have to continue working, mm. uh, so I have to accept but here's the thing. The people that have contacted me, they're the, the vast minority in that most people would not even think twice, that would not even necessarily understand the legal significance of what Uber is asking them to do. And I think that is the point. That, that is what Uber is trying to do here, assuming that 99 out of 100 Uber drivers or 99% of them will simply accept and will find out when it's too late, well, now – you cannot participate in this class action. You cannot get any compensation. And you're still stuck with this really uh, inappropriate arbitration process. Okay, so what are you going to do about it, Lior? Is there anything you can do for the Uber drivers? 
Well, the first thing I'm trying to do, and, and you know, one of the reasons we're talking right now is I'm trying to get the word out to Uber drivers that once you sign, and I understand people will accept because they have to continue working, you need to opt out. So if you read that uh, document, there's an email address there when, when within 30 days of your acceptance of that document, you have to send an email saying, I opt out of arbitration. So that's the main thing I want to do is to get the word out there to drivers uh, as best as possible. We're also going to be talking to the judge in the class action to see whether or not uh, what Uber is doing is legal, but we're certainly not going to just let them get away with it. Okay, so if I'm an Uber driver and I get this new contract sent to me, it says, well, you have to sign this contract or you're going to be locked out of the Uber app, but I have to work. I mean, I'm actually sitting in my car and going, I'm getting ready for work and I can't change my plans. I need to feed my family. I click accept. Um, can I go on tomorrow and opt out? Can I send them that email tomorrow or, or you know, because I have that 30 days? Exactly. As long as you, you, you've done what I've said and you've read the email and you see the email address, you can send that email address and opt out. Now, a couple, uh, one point at least I should make here is that if you're driving for Uber X and Uber XL and also doing Uber Eats, that's essentially three contracts you're getting and you have to send three separate emails to three separate email addresses. Wow. They're not okay. making it easier for people. They're not. No. And, and because why wouldn't they make, why would they not make it easier for people? Because they're at risk of losing a lot of money here, aren't they? Well, they're not making it easier because they don't want people to opt out. Obviously, they, they would want people to avoid or not be in this class action. So they're not going to make it easy. And, and, and that's a problem. You know, they're trying to circumvent both the Supreme Court of Canada decision as well as our class action laws in this province. And, and you know, at the end of the day, they're taking advantage of individuals that probably don't know any better. Who's going to read an eight page document for, full of legalese? Unless you're, you're a lawyer or someone that, that, you know, likes kind of to read these things, most people won't. Despite these new contracts, uh, the class action lawsuit is still going to go ahead, though. Oh, absolutely. The class action is going ahead full force. And, and really, the, the key here is that when it gets resolved at some point, which we, of course, believe will be in our favor, we want people to actually get the compensation that they're owed, and they're not going to get it if Uber ultimately gets them to, to not participate in this class action. So, you know, we're trying to get compensation to as many drivers as possible that we say are owed this compensation. They have not been treated in a legal way. Uh, so that's why we want individuals to do their part to preserve their rights and preserve their ability to get whatever compensation may be coming to them. All right. It's a, it's a four million, uh, $400 million class action lawsuit. What if there's only, I'm just asking out of ignorance here, but there's only three Uber drivers that um, are because people sign up and then they realize their rights have been taken away, or at least they've agreed to have their rights altered um, by signing up uh, for the app and not opting out within uh, 30 days as you're recommending. It, could that $400 million uh, be split amongst three Uber drivers eventually? Is that a possibility? Or, I, I'm just curious. Well, wouldn't that be nice for those drivers? No, uh, it, it, it doesn't actually work like that. So let me simplify a bit. Essentially, what's going to happen if and when this matter goes to court, if we're successful, the judge is going to do some calculations and say, okay, per Uber driver, Uber's going to have to pay a certain amount of money. Let's say it's $5,000. So depending on how many people there are in the class action, it's going to be 5,000 
times the number of drivers. So if there's three drivers, Uber would have to pay, in that example, $15,000. If there's 10,000 drivers, then again, we could do the math. So that's what Uber is trying to do here is to, to minimize that dollar amount, that, that financial exposure that it has. Ah, we're at the uh, motivation for this new contract that they're trying to get Uber drivers to sign. Before I let you go, Lior, um, run through what Uber drivers need to know if they're just tuning in right now. So many of them, in fact, most of them that have gotten this, I'm sure by now have already accepted. And that's, that's okay, I understand. And I probably would have in the same situation as well. But go back to this contract, read through it. Somewhere halfway, there will be a line that says, if you want to opt out of arbitration, you have to send an email to this address within 30 days. If and only if you want to participate in the class action, send an email to that address. It will take you seconds. So at least by doing that, you're preserving your rights. So that's really what I'm I'm telling people to do at this time. All right, Lior, I really appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you tonight. Uh, Looking forward to the Employment Hour, as always, Wednesday nights here on 640 Toronto. Thanks so much. Thanks, Kelly. Have a good day.